Hey everyone, welcome to Librarians Assemble, your premier audio resource for all things libraries and comics. I am Josh Stone, and today we're focusing on DC Rebirth. It's a new series of comics from DC where they're taking back their universe. And so I reached out to the one person I know in this world who knows the most about DC Comics to help make some sense of this, explain it to us, and find out if this is something we need to get in our libraries once they start releasing trades. So, my friend Nick is here. Nick, Hello. welcome. Nick and I and his girlfriend Jess, who also is a friend of mine. Sorry, Jess, I don't know why I said try to devalue our relationship too. We also have a podcast called Comic Flops, so... This is fun for us. We're kind of getting it all out of one day. It's a crossover. So, Nick, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Hey, I'm Nick. I love comics. I write comics in an amateur fashion, hopefully professionally one day. And if you're wondering why I should even be on this podcast, he's not a librarian. I used to be a shelver at a library for like a year. So. He's got library ties. Yep. His his girlfriend is a librarian. The best his librarian. His best friend. My best friend. Is also a librarian. Yes. Her name is still the same, Jessica. Oh, his other best friend, though. <laughs> nice, nice move. Nice move. I, I felt the actual game yeah, points yeah, from his yeah. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Nick has <laughs> unlocked a new achievement. <laughs> that was well played, Sarah. Yep, I appreciate yep. that. So he's surrounded by librarians. He has some library experience himself, yeah. so he's coming in. But above I know all, all your that, dirty secrets. He, know, he knows all of our dirty secrets, so we had to put them on the show. Yep. Otherwise, he would release them on WikiLeaks. <laughs> so, but above all of that, he is a huge comic book fan and superhero fan yep. and fan of DC. So he checks off all the boxes I need right now. Yep. So that's why he's here. Hey! So, Nick, before we get into... I have a purpose. <laughs> yes, you do. I do. It was never in doubt. Nope. Um, before we get into actual DC Rebirth... Why don't you tell us a little bit about some of your favorite superheroes, some of your spe- specifically DC? All right. What it is you like about these heroes, and if you have a why, tell a why. But you don't need to justify why you like something either. So sure. don't feel the need to do that. Well, actually, I grew up on Marvel. I didn't grow up on DC. You traitor! I know. The only thing DC I loved growing up was Batman. Like everyone else, I had the anime series, and I loved that. But as I got <laughs> older, I actually found myself going towards DC more. Especially Green Lantern, because Jeff Johnson started writing Green Lantern, The Blackest Night was happening, and I was like, what's that? What's Blackest Night? And it kind of just kept going from there. Uh, but yeah, I got into DC end of high school-ish. Like, mm-hmm. I loved Vertigo stuff like Watchmen and Preacher and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But uh, I got into DC around the beginning of college, and of course Batman. At that time, it was the Grant Morrison run, I think. Oh, that's a good one to get yeah, into. Yeah, so that's why I was really getting into, like, every month getting a Batman book. Oh, cool. And the Jeff Johns run of Green Lantern I got, which was like four different books. Because you got Green Lantern, Green Lantern Corps, Emerald Warriors, I think, was the one before mm-hmm. New 52. Okay. So I mainly read those, and I had a few Marvel books. And my favorite character was definitely Green Lantern and Batman, hence I kept caring about them. And then New 52 happened. Now, New 52 really brought me into the whole fold of DC. Because I didn't oh, really interesting. Okay, I'm yeah, gonna, I, like I like the, this now. Okay, it was the point. It was the actual point of the whole mm-hmm. thing. People like me who didn't know where to start. I didn't know where to start for Batman, for Superman, or for the Justice League. Like, where do you start? Of seventy-five years of history, <laughs> you know. But uh, DC New Fifty Two. I said, eh, I'll get the first issue of Justice League because I read Flashpoint and Flashpoint was really awesome. That's no, a good series. Yeah. So I got the first issue of New Fifty Two Justice League, and I went, Wow, that's. It did what it was supposed to do. It got me into these characters. And actually made me want to go backwards and read the pre-New 52 stuff and all the old stories of, like, the Grant Morrison run of Justice League, which made no fucking sense. <laughs> and, like, most things he does, it made no sense. The Jeff Johns run of Teen Titans and all the other crisis events that didn't make any sense and stuff <laughs> like that. Again, the Grant Morrison final crisis. Uh, personal favorite, Identity Crisis. The... Brad Meltzer one? Yeah. That's a good series. That's really, yeah. really good. I, Little Bradley Meltzer brings it brings it with Yeah, that I got one. that again from the library. Also, and, and, uh, and Brad Meltzer is a huge fan of libraries. Yeah. He's a big library supporter, so it all came and back around. Rags Morales? Yeah, that's the artist. artist yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, met, a good, he's a good artist. Yeah, I met him. He's super, super nice. And uh, that got me more in the past of DC, but New 2 really brought me into introducing me to the characters. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. So, like, the Scott Snyder Batman run, which recently ended, like, a month ago. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Classic run. Amazing. No complaints. Now, when it comes to Rebirth, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Some things people don't like on New 52. Mainly, it's a reboot. It is. It was the first real cross-company complete reboot. The whole point was it's only been five years between the first book and everything else, basically. Okay. Which for me, I'm like, sweet. I can get into these mm-hmm. books now. I know what to do. Now, and a lot of the character design and even some of their traits and maybe oh, even yeah, a little yeah. bit of their histories were other, different during the New 52. Other than Green Lantern, everyone changed. Yeah. Which was great for people who were getting in. It was also good for people like me who had left comics for a while. Yeah. New 52 was probably less than a year old when I started getting back into comics. Yeah. So that was really helpful for me, too. I mean, I, I personally am somebody who liked a lot of the New 52 runs, but not, like, the big ones. I mean, I didn't really read a whole lot of Batman. I liked the Batgirl series, Black Canary, Flash, the like, the first couple... Trades, the first four trades were really good. Were really good. With uh, Francis Manipal's art, it was phenomenal. Yeah, Francis Manipal was one of the best. And I want, like, I'm a big Green Arrow fan, so I was a little disappointed with the initial Green Arrow. Yeah, until Jeff Lemire came in there, it was pretty much shit. So, like, trade four, I want to say Jeff Lemire. It it took a long time for it to get good. So, I mean, there were a, a lot of things I liked about it, but there were also a lot of things that were off. Didn't feel like it was capitalizing on this promise like you said that new readers are welcome and it's going to be fun only a few of them felt fun where's the thing i think same thing happened with the ultimate universe and the marvel mm. the marvel books yeah. where they kind of at a certain point said oh wait this is a hit let's rush to see who's the new 50 version of xyz yeah not let's build it naturally and see mm-hmm. where it goes and i think people blame new 52 for a lot of things they didn't deserve in a sense of like how do you mean like, now people say, oh, the New 52 sucked because of X, Y, and Z. No. If the New 52 never happened, they still have hired these writers, and this portion of time, those books wouldn't have been bad, and these books would have been good. That didn't have anything to do with New 52. Yeah. Superman books basically sucked. Mm-hmm. Almost at the entire frame of New 52. But they wouldn't have hired those writers anyway. Because Superman's a hard character to write for. Do you think that was creative choices or editorial choices like do you think Both. that was something dc was do- pushing or do you think i know just had people for a fact it? from another undisclosed uh, artist and uh-huh. writer i met at a convention he said almost every book he sent in dan didio one of the main owners mm-hmm. would say make him more like batman and he's like but he's not batman it's fucking superboy mm-hmm. why would i make him more like batman he's superboy and that's definitely a big editorial problem mm-hmm. where well we know what sells so we're gonna make 85 batman books and people complain going, why are there 85 Batman books? Well, guess what? They're all selling. Mm-hmm. So you can't complain and buy them because they're just going to make more of them. Mm-hmm. That's why. It's, it's their a business. business yeah. And they're not going to make a fucking random Animal Man book, <laughs> which was awesome. Jeff Lemire's run was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Lemire's run, Animal Man, and Swamp Thing were fantastic. Yeah, I never picked up the Swamp Thing. Uh, Snyder was Swamp Thing, and he worked with Lemire. And then mm-hmm. Charles Soule came on Swamp Thing, and he was fantastic also. Interesting. Yeah, I heard good things about the the new Swamp Thing. So. Yeah, all of New Fifty Two Swamp Thing, which is about seven trades because it's canceled now. Mm-hmm. But about seven trades of that, really, 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 really good. Yeah. Okay. And Animal Man was about four or five trades, I think. Okay. And that was really good. And again, made me go backwards and look at the Grant Morrison run of Animal Man. So before we get into Rebirth, we then, what besides the ones you just mentioned, what would you say you're, you're like maybe like either your top two or three? Um, New 52 series were Batman definitely okay so Batman was Scott fantastic. Snyder and Greg Capullo Capullo that was that was phenomenal uh, Swamp Thing yeah Swamp Thing yeah, again Swamp Scott Thing? Snyder okay. was Scott Snyder so basically and, uh, anything Scott Snyder was <laughs> yeah. touching you're like I, I'll, I'll buy that yeah I'll come over there and number three is a little hard there was a lot of ones that started out good and kind of mm-hmm. fizzled away sometimes and some that like got better like Jeff Lemire's run on Green Arrow those three trades were awesome yeah Flash was really good for the first four trades. I would put that up there in my top. Flash was really good. Oh, actually, sorry. Do you want a mic now, Jess? No, no. Okay. <laughs> actually, Wonder Woman. I just heard that and I was like, Flash, yes. <laughs> I never cared about Wonder Woman. And then someone said, I think it was actually my lovely girlfriend, Jess, who <laughs> said, pick up the Brian, Azar- the Brian Azzarello run to first trade at the library. And I did. And I fell in love. I burned through the first trade, mm-hmm. burned through the second trade, and I caught up and bought the issues. Like, yeah. I thought Wonder Woman was really, really, really good. I want to say that we picked up the first, we might have picked up the first issue issue when it came out no we didn't we didn't we didn't i didn't care mm. until like the first three trades were already at the library hmm. 
Then well, I maybe you did. Told you to you get might it. have. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you were. Yeah. I was on top. <clears throat> she had that covered. So I had it, y'all. <laughs> those are definitely like top three, top one. Justice League. Justice League was always solid with Jeff Johns. I never. The only team book I've ever been interested in was X Men. Okay. I could never get into the Avenger books. I never got into Justice League Society. Mm-hmm. I never liked team books. They were just. I never felt like anyone handled them well when I was growing up, and I think that just kind of turned me off forward going forward. Mm-hmm. So like, I it's hard. Like I have very few experiences with Justice League books. Yeah, I love team books as a as a writer. Oh, I always Teen Titans, told, I should say. Yeah. Like, Teen Titans and like, well, because they're kind of the same thing. Like, yeah, they're a bunch y- of younger versions. Out, yeah, outcasts together. Like I think that's what I liked about their team is mm-hmm. that they were outcasts together trying to go against a world that thought they were stupid. Yeah. Uh, Whereas Justice League is like basically all of the biggest, coolest people you've ever met. Yeah. They're just going to hang out. Same with Avengers. Avengers like, they're yeah. the coolest people you've ever known, and we're all going to hang out, and you're going to love us. Well, fun and fact just... DC had the first team with Justice oh, Society yeah. Yeah. before any, just any Avengers stuff. But um, I like, as a writer, I like teams because I feel like you have more voices and have more personality in a mm-hmm. book than one person. Like, it's definitely harder to write a book of one person. It is a team. All of my writing, though, has always been like small cast writing. Like I've yeah. like every any story I've ever written has always focused well, for on example, a small group. Of, I did or a, one person. I sent in a script for a Swamp Thing story, mm-hmm. and I love Swamp Thing. I was reading the book, so I was like, you know, I'll do a Swamp Thing script because they don't mm-hmm. want you to send in a script for Batman or Superman. No, they, they get yeah. eight hundred of those mm-hmm. every five seconds. So I sent a Swamp Thing one, and as I'm writing it beforehand, I was like, wow, I have to write the script of this one guy who has no friends. Mm-hmm. His only girlfriend is completely dead. <laughs> So, like, I have to have a lot of inner monologue and not make it boring. And it's very mm-hmm. challenging from mm-hmm. a writing standpoint to have a character who is not likable to other people, yeah. who's kind of a freak, mm-hmm. who just isn't in touch with anything, to have inner dialogue and keep it interesting yeah. without being bing, pam, boom, here's action scene, mm-hmm. whatever. But uh, I always, so I always gravitate more towards team books because I want to see everyone's dynamic, especially mm-hmm. when characters meet for the first time. I always yeah. thought, okay, how did this guy meet this guy? And that kind of attitude towards it. And also, again, New 52 gave us a lot of fun things like Justice League Dark, which might even yeah. be a movie really soon. Yeah. Justice League Dark yeah, was not a thing before. I didn't read it, but I read about it, and yeah, it sounded I, fun. I had yeah, the first yeah, trace. Yeah. Wait, you didn't skip the Jeff Lemire's part. Again, Jeff Lemire saving another book. <laughs> the first part's fine, just a little incoherent, but the second trade when Jeff Lemire starts is really, really good. And yeah, after that, he's a good writer. What's he working on now? Is he's doing a lot. Is he's it, doing Wolverine, Old Man Logan. That's right. Yeah. He's doing an amazing job right now on Moon Knight. The Moon Knight oh, book. Oh, he's doing is, Moon Knight now? It's okay. really, really good. It's, it's you know, it's almost That's a good story. fit for him. But, um, yeah, Moon Knight's really good. He doesn't do anything for DC. No, he does the uh, trades for the Earth One Teen Titans book. Oh, okay. Which are, again, good. So, I had a lot of. I like a more things I didn't like in New 52. Okay. I think it gets blamed for a lot of things that every company does. Like, I think it's a little hypocritical because if DC. For the five years New 52 was around, <clears throat> mm-hmm. every year, every summer, someone said they're going to do a reboot, which they never said they were going to do, but someone says they're going to do it, and people roll their eyes. Marvel literally does a every relaunch reboot around. every summer, and no one calls them out on and it. And they have the worst names. Like, you want to, like, DC, I know everyone poo-pooed New 52. That's all new, all, all new, different. All different, or Marvel Now, or, like, any of these things they've done, like, that, those are stupid the names. The next one's still called Marvel Now, but the symbol's broken. It doesn't make it. I don't know. Oh, I I don't know. I love Marvel books, and I like a oh, lot yeah, of me the too. Yeah. current current ones. But like their branding is pretty yeah. atrocious. And then finally, when Marvel actually does say we're gonna have a full reboot, everyone praises them. And the books aren't rebooted. They reference no. things from eight months ago. Yeah, like we were talking about on a another podcast you can find called Comic Flops. Yeah. Um, they all new, all different Spider-Man that's still Peter Parker. So it's like... And it's still following the same storyline of he used to be controlled by a Doc Ock yeah. at one point. So I mean, what's yeah. the point of doing a reboot if you're literally not rebooting anything? Yeah, dedicate yourself to it, actually. All you're it. doing is renumbering. Why don't you just start calling it a renumbering? <laughs> well, actually they do. They call it a relaunch, not a reboot oh, anymore. True. Yeah. And they openly said that they feel like renumbering every year is like a new season of a show. And I'm like, no. No. Because I have to go to a comic store and see 14 first Spider-Man trades. 3s and yeah, 4s. I'm confused then, you know? Volume 4 of Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. But which volume 4? Yeah. Know, like it's, it's, and it's really com- it's really annoying for uh, librarians who have to order those things, too. Yeah, there you go. Especially librarians who aren't big graphic novel fans. Exactly. Which is why this podcast exists. 
There you go. All right, so let's move into DC Rebirth. Ooh. Let's start by you explaining to me. <laughs> Most of my friendship with you is you explaining things to me. I like it. Um, explain to me what DC Rebirth is. DC Rebirth is, again, not a reboot because people keep confusing it's that. It's a rebirth. It's Duh. a rebirth. <laughs> but, or we can say relaunch, either one. But the world that New 52 built is still the correct world. Everything that happened in New 52 still happened. Okay. Other than like a convenient costume change for everyone, everything's basically the same in the I, past. It, jumping a little bit ahead, mm-hmm. it, I only realized that when I read Green Arrow Rebirth. Yeah. And I he was references like, sister. He has a sister still. Yeah, and, he, and yeah. he and Black Canary don't know each other, and they're yeah. the same characters they were in New 52. That's the biggest misconception, yeah. Because I was like, oh, I really thought this was like literally going back to what happened before Flashpoint. No, no. They so reference that, Flashpoint. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So the actual trade, I feel, of not trade, the issue of New 52 by Jeff Johns, he did this really hard job, but in an amazing way, like nearly impossible way, to please everyone. To tell the fans we're gonna redo this universe. I think it's also gonna extend not just to the books, but the cartoons and the movies. That we don't have to be sad, we don't have to be dour, we don't have to be too serious. We, we have to know I when to be serious. I hope it gets to the movies quick. Yeah, <laughs> we we have to know when to be serious and who needs to be serious mm-hmm. and what's the appropriate time. And I'm not. I don't want to say yet the ending, but we'll I will get say, into spoilers in a little bit. So yeah. if you don't want spoilers for something that's been out for a long time, you can. You got a couple more minutes with this. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people interpreted it differently. A lot of people said, "Oh, this is like an apology letter for New Fifty Two. I've heard I don't that, that term a lot too. Yeah. I think it's a it's it's a letter. It's a criticism of the entire comic book industry for the past twenty years. I feel that excuse me. Yes, yeah, not How just DC. You? It's, it calls out Marvel too in a lot of little well, subtle Marvel ways. Does anything wrong? Exactly. Marvel gave a Squirrel Girl. <laughs> exactly. So all of their sins are now forgiven. And honestly, a lot of complaints that Marvel gets, it's people's faults. Like they tried a whole thing called DCU a few months ago. Where yeah. They tried to give these new, fresh, different kinds of books, and, and no one bought them. No, but you know what? Prez was awesome. Yeah. Did you read Prez? I read the first issue. I liked it. Oh, the read the first volume, man. It's yeah. so good. But no one bought it. No mm-hmm. one bought the Black Canary single book where she was basically kind of like Spider Gwen. Like she had a band and yeah. stuff like it's that. It's also great. Yeah, did I, I give Jess, did I give you the poster for that? We have a poster for that, though. Oh, you had the poster? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I tried to give it to you, but you already had it. Yeah. So there's a lot of books that did in the DCU, which was what people claimed they wanted. But when Batman and three other different Batman books are selling out, mm-hmm. they're, gonna, they're a business. They're yeah. going to keep making gonna... those. Yeah, there's a lot of people on Twitter who want a certain thing from their comics. And when they get them, it's great, and they usually are good. Yeah. But then not enough people buy them. Yeah. And that's the problem with publishing. It's a publishing industry. Yeah. Like, DC has a lot of problematic things going on right now behind the scenes as far as sexism and... Oh, yeah, with the... uh, Editors, I don't want bad mouth because I want a job there. <laughs> there, yeah, I I was gonna could get into that with you, but I figured let's not. But they have a lot of stuff going on there that, legitimately, if you are currently boycotting DC, I get it, and I you know I support that decision. Yeah, but there are a lot of creators there who aren't. I mean, no pigs, and aren't terrible human beings, Most and they're yeah. doing the best they can within like a any system. workplace you know you can't control who... but it's not i mean it's one thing to say oh this writer is not doing enough to make superman more inclusive or whatever yeah, what have yeah. you but it's a piece of a big machine yeah dc is owned by warner brothers warner brothers is a huge company you yeah. know like they're not going to just upend everything just because the rest of the world wants diversity. It's like pro wrestling in a weird way. Where <laughs> yeah, like the general audience exactly likes this like and the actually. Sparks say we want this guy to be champion. No one cares if the Sparks want it. Right yeah, it's fine. It's <laughs> no one really cares about that. They want what the general audience wants. And the general audience says, I want four different Batman books. Mm-hmm. They're gonna fucking make four different Batman There's... books. No one wants Roman Reigns. No one wants Roman Reigns. But everyone cheers for him and pays no. for him. Uh, yeah, that's true. No one, no nope. one cheers for no Roman Reigns. No him. one does. There's Not only a few. There's only a few people, and they all happen to be women and small children. Exactly. Who cheer for Reigns, and even my daughter doesn't like Roman Reigns, but she likes him enough. Like. She he's not the un- worst. She doesn't understand. He's, like, he's not the best. He's not, he's the, not best. the worst. He's <laughs> the wrestler. He's, he's just the wrestler. wrestler. He's a wrestler. <laughs> um, 
Um, no, the she. Uh, eh, whatever. It's not a wrestling podcast. It's not a wrestling One podcast. One day there yet. will be a wrestling podcast. Wrestlecation coming soon. Wrestlecation coming to a podcast directory near you. Isn't there a wrestling comic book? Yeah, it's actually two, really good. Two. We did a we, Ringside I, and the Andre Giant one. Yeah, Andre Giant is good. Ringside is really good, and you can find it in one of our back issues. Angel and I discuss it in one of our previous Librarian Symbol episodes. Sweet. All right, so back to DC. I think there's a lot of criticism of things that either can't be controlled or are kind of like fan. Because I hang out at the comic store quite often. I love. Oh, guys. we know. Yeah. Everyone listening to this has already figured out you hanging out at the comic yeah. skin, bro. I, I, I love those guys. They're good guys, but they're also jaded because they've seen comics over the years. They've and, seen some shit. And they've constantly <laughs> gotten to that point where it's like, that isn't cool. It's not like what I used to read. But guess what? It is what we used to read. It's just, Half of them are sadly the same writers. There's a lot of old guy writers that are still mm-hmm. writing There are a lot the same, of old white men still writing comic books. Basically. And they're all writing the same way they used to write it. You just don't like it anymore. And I yeah. think a lot of fanboys need to get over the fact that Comics either aren't for you anymore. Don't make that face. No fanboys listen to this podcast. Yeah. He's he's not scaring away yeah. listeners. Either they're not for you anymore, and you have to accept that. But don't walk around comics saying they suck right now. I hate no. everything. Comics don't suck right now. Yeah. Comics are actually really good. Right they're now. really fucking good. There's you just don't so, give a chance. There are fewer bad ones than good. Ones. Well, you know, like there's even a lot of people now that go, "I only read indie books because the super books are stupid." They're really not. They're, they're re- not. But also, you live in a world where you can say that. Yeah, totally. Which like, is great. 15, 20 years ago, there were you could not get indie books. They yeah. were indie. There's so many great indie books right now. Mm-hmm. Nailbiter's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Alex and Ada. Wicked and oh, Divine. Right, right. Wicked and Divine. Anyone who listens to I'm this. reading Jupiter's Legacy right now. Yeah, so good. good. Wicked and Divine. I could talk about yeah. for days on end. There's so many great indie books I'm happy about. But there's people that say I only there's exclusively one thing right read. next to you right now called Lumberjanes. Yeah, Lumberjanes. Lumberjanes. Yeah. So cute. There's so many people the who exclusively say I don't read superhero books because they're not good anymore no they're the same as they were before if not better they're just not for you yeah they're just not for you anymore you have to accept they're not for you don't tell me books are bad now they're just not for you anymore. don't you tell me what i want to well read. no it annoys me when i see like people online when any the tiniest fucking this change is why happens. i tell you not to go online i know the, the internet's bad for you now. it is the tiniest change to their beloved character a beloved book they freak the fuck out. i love when my character changes look at the captain america thing that happened recently which again leads me to believe people don't read comics anymore mm-hmm. it was the issue one of a new series of captain america mm-hmm. a shocking thing happened at the end yeah it's issue one they want you to buy the next issue yeah and people flip their shit oh cap is hydra cap is hydra guess what he did it in front of a character that we don't know after killing another character we do know I really doubt in the first issue of Captain America, he killed a character and hailed Hydra. Yeah. It's the first issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's called being undercut. It's called, have you ever read one comic before? Read yeah. one comic, you know how they go. So Watch any TV show. Watch any TV show. It's called a, a soap opera. Anything. Anything. Any, anything. Every, it's, comic books are just soap operas. But they flipped out. Okay, so I think we're here to talk about Rebirth. Rebirth, though. sorry. Okay, <laughs> a little rant, it's fine. Anyway. It's okay. It happens with Rebirth, time. I feel that it was a nice love letter to what comics are and Jeff Johns is so good at that he saved Flash he saved Teen Titans at a time when no one cared about it when he got the job for Teen Titans mm-hmm. people said that's like your graveyard you're gonna do that and then we're gonna fight everything you. he's everything that they've given him that everyone was like ugh that character is no good yeah. he's made decent he's like, inspired me because I feel he, his challenge is I want to take a character that no one likes and make him relevant. Yeah. I'm going to take Booster Gold, which yeah. no one cared about for years, and Booster. make him relevant. I'm going to take Teen Titans and make him relevant. There's only two really good runs in, Sp- in Superman, the whole New 52. Snyder did a nice series called uh, Superman Unchained. Oh, yeah. And Jeff Johns did about God, two that was on, That was New 52? Yeah. Wow. God, it feels like it was so long ago. And then and Jeff Johns did one, but he kind of got rushed off it because he had to do movie stuff, which is, hey, good too. But, um... Those are called good problems. Yeah, good problems, yeah. <laughs> but the, his run was really good, too. He did it with, uh, with John Romita for a little bit. I have the trade. It was really, mm. I think it was only one trade long he did. But I it was love, good. I love, some, I love me some John Romita. Now, in Rebirth, basically what happens is we're getting the old Wally West back, which scared me, because right now Wally West is a black kid. <laughs> and I was like, are they going to whitewash Wally West? Because yeah. he's black now. Which, again, people flip the fuck out. And they did a clever thing where that's one of... Barry Allen's cousins mm-hmm. and their grandpa was named Wally or Wallace and they were both named after their grandpa so it was mm-hmm. two Wally West mm-hmm. the end and it made sense so brilliant it was it's a little brilliance that he has that I love about that mm-hmm. and basically the whole story is Wally West the original Kid Flash 
also was Flash at one point for a good chunk of time mm-hmm. when Barry Allen died. Um, him going around trying to get back into reality because during I guess during Flashpoint, from what we understand, he was in the time stream, so he didn't get changed. Now beforehand, there are two important books to read, not must read, but there are good. Oh, that's to read. what that little sound is. That's before, my chair. Sorry, <laughs> before Rebirth is um, Titans Hunt about the previous Titans. Oh, do you think that's a good book? That's a good book to read. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I wonder and, if you've recommended um, that to anybody recently. Superman, Lois, and Clark. Now, quick explanation before I get to Rebirth, which is going to be a big part of it. Lois and Clark, Superman is basically the previous pre-Flashpoint Superman survived the uh, time stream difference. In a book called Convergence, which is, which is not worth reading, it's bad, <laughs> don't worry about it. All you need to know is Superman, the original Lois Lane, and their son, since the beginning of New 52, popped up on Earth and decided to stay out of it. He had a life now, he had a baby, he didn't want to be part of it. This world already had its own Superman, he decided not to be part of it. Now, in New 52, at the end of it, New 52 Superman died. He got fucked up with multiple different things, and it was too much, and he died. So now, in Rebirth, it is the classic Superman. It's the mm-hmm. original one that fought Doomsday and the history of whatever. That's that Superman. So, which a lot of people like. A lot of people really like that <laughs> this is the classic Superman, even mm-hmm. though it shouldn't make a fucking difference. This is writing. Whatever. <laughs> but a lot of people like that. And, a lot of people uh, like a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of people don't like a lot of things. Yeah. Welcome. And then to you the have internet. Titans Hunt. Now, Titans Hunt is basically saying there was a different Teen Titans team of Dick Grayson and Arsenal and like more classic characters. My Teen Titans. Yes. But they had to erase their memories and everyone's memory to beat a villain because he was feeding off their memories. Mm-hmm. And when that villain came back, they got their memories back. That's how they retconned the whole thing, which oh. is actually clever. It was good. It's a good It's a good book some people should read. Huh. 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 I wonder why that felt so pointed. Yeah. <laughs> so then in Rebirth, we have Wally West going to different important characters like Batman or his previous continuity wife, uh, Linda Park. Remember correctly, mm-hmm. right? Linda yep. Park is his wife? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And... Going to all these people and realizing... You just say Wally West, right? Yeah. Then yes, Linda Park. <laughs> and he's going to all these people and realizing they just don't know who he is. And he's trying to get a connection back to the world. Mm-hmm. He also bumped into one of the original members of the Justice Society. Mm-hmm. And that we learned in weird. that... Yes, yeah, weird. And we learned in that book that there was a Justice Society. And one of the things Jeff John said he Jeff wanted John's to add... Jeff loves finding obscure characters, yeah. man. Jeff John said he wanted to bring back legacy to this universe without it being forced. Mm-hmm. And I think he's done that right now, where he's saying there is a Justice Society out there, or there was. Uh-huh. And I know the character that Wally met is a character that can trap people in time. So mm-hmm. maybe somewhere trapped in a whatever is the original Jay Garrett and, you know, mm-hmm. Dr. Fade and Spectre mm-hmm. and all those classic characters, Alan Scott. So that's cool. I'm happy we can bring them back because I actually like that book. I like the, the Just Society quite a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. And then finally he meets Batman. He sees Batman. Batman's like, what the fuck is going on? Very similar to uh, Batman v Superman. When Flash kind of popped in there and it's like, am I too early? Am I too late? Whatever. He kind of did the same thing. And then something, a big flash happened, pun intended, where something got stuck in the wall. And he tells Batman to look at the letter that Barry Allen gave to him from the Flashpoint book. Mm-hmm. From his from his dad, from Thomas Wayne. Then we cut to, for some reason, it took him a long time. But Wally finally goes to uh, Barry Allen. Okay. Are you like, going to do spoilers here? Yes. Okay, spoilers from here on out, probably already a little bit, but we're getting close to end of book spoilers. So if you do not want spoilers for the DC Rebirth book, stop listening now. Come back in a little bit after you finish reading it. Yeah. Uh, There are a lot of plot points dropped around the book. We see the original Blue Beetle. Yeah, that's fun. That's really good. Talking to the new Blue Beetle, which never happened because if I remember correctly, that Blue Beetle was killed. And then we have the new... Yeah, I don't know Reyes. the whole timeline for the Blue Beetles. Uh, so that's really cool. Talking to original Dr. Fate, again. Just that was fun. Just yeah. America. Seeing Dr. Fate. The original cool. Dr. Fate, which also, by the way, the new Dr. Fate book is really good. And it's very... If you want an indie book in a superhero world, yeah. it's the Dr. Fate book. That's what I've heard. I have the first trade. It's really, really good. And um, what else they plot points they drop around? Oh, the Legion. Legion ring. Oh, I, don't, I don't remember. There's a part where a blonde-haired woman who we're assuming a Saturn girl is uh, saying a police station uh, uh, and all uh, she had was a legion ring and the cop's yeah. like, well, Superman's dead and she's like, don't worry, I'll wait. Meaning like, she oh, knows that. Oh, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happened. Like, so we're probably going to get a legion book or probably mm-hmm. we are getting a Blue Beetle book in August, I believe, which should be really yes, good. Yes, and that's one of the things I like about what they're doing with DC Rebirth right now is there are a lot of things coming up. Yeah. They're not just giving once. you everything at yeah. once. That hurts the wallet. 
it not only hurts the wallet, but it also like saturates the market, and then you're done. Like, it's ugh, over. like I'm over it. Now. You have a good like, month, and then it's gone. Yeah, and then like this way, like in a few months, we can be like, oh, all these new number ones are coming out, like the yeah. Teen Titans, and that's that's uh, August. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're actually then, that's in September. Yeah, it's it's got pushed further yeah. and like what I think Black Canary's book or Black Batgirl I think comes out late. Too. Yeah, Batgirl. Yeah, so there's a lot of ones that people will be interested in still yeah. that aren't coming out until like the end of summer. Oh, it's so a great thing. And speaking of marketing, that what was it, uh, sixty page or 80, 80 page rebirth is two ninety nine. Yeah, it's genius. Hey, you want to know what this universe is right now? Pay two bucks, pay three bucks, and get eighty pages. That's you can't beat that deal. And it's a ballsy deal, but it it's, it works in the long run for them. And the book's already like ten bucks now. If you want to get it, <laughs> if you didn't get it the first weekend, really, but, the book's yeah. ten bucks now. Oh yeah, that's going crazy. The first editions are going are going crazy. Oh, oh the first edition. Yeah, but they've done reprints where. Oh like, yeah, they're they, they, keeping like, the same price. They're like on third. They're yeah, they're like third reprint. No, they are changing their prices, but like if you look for the first print on eBay, it's like ten yeah. bucks now. It's only going up. That's interesting. Yeah. So finally, for, I don't know why he didn't do this in the fucking first place, but Wally goes to Barry Allen to kind of say goodbye and thank you for everything. Well, because his first. Mission was to get to Linda. He wasn't went looking to Batman first, it, but he wasn't looking for Batman. First. No, I think yeah. he just happened to get there. Like, yeah, like he was trying to focus on Linda, but it like he was stuck in the time stream. Yeah, so he's basically going where he wants. Wally was was the Flash for a really long time. Like, Wally was my Flash. Yeah, because like, Barry died in Infinite Christ, Christ on Infinite Earth, yeah. which is like eighty four. Yeah, and which he didn't come the back until year Jeff I was Johns. born. Yeah. So I mean, Wally, that all of my life, yeah. Wally West was my Flash. Yeah, and, and I knew Barry Allen from reading other stuff. But Jeff like, Johns brought him back like in early two thousand <laughs> in Jeff Johns's Flash Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Remember, there's Flash Rebirth and Green Lantern Rebirth, which Jeff Johns did. Mm-hmm. I like to think that Jeff Rebirth Jeff loves a rebirth. Yeah, just loves a good rebirth. That guy. I feel like Rebirth is Jeff Johns' New 52 saying, okay, here's the way I would do it. Yeah. I could do it, kind of. Which is good, because he adds legacy without forcing it, without making you think I have to read old books now to understand this. Mm-hmm. You don't. Now, after he sees Barry, Barry finally goes... It's a really great moment, I feel, for a book like this, where Barry's it was like... really emotionally impactful, too. I oh, thought. yeah. Where he's looking at him, and he's like... <coughs> How could I forget you? Wally? Oh, he that was so him. sad. He starts crying. Like, yeah. how could I forget you? Because in this world, he doesn't know Wally. He has mm-hmm. no Wally. There is no that Wally West. There and is a different Wally. It has questions too. Does Barry now remember the previous pre-Flashpoint universe? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of memory to get. That's a lot to come flooding back. Which also means you remember dying. Yeah, you remember getting <laughs> zapped and dying. You remember and all sacrificing yourself so that everyone else can live. You remember becoming a Grim Reaper for a little bit. That was a thing. So, oh yeah, maybe Black Flash or yeah, Black Flash for a while, which was a Reaper. It's the whole thing. They, they both were Black Flash one time. Anyway. Flash is a very complicated past. Well, also remember, they did not reboot the Green Lantern storyline. Jeff Johns is like, I've been writing for 10 years, I'm not rebooting it. Yeah. It's basically the same storyline. It's weird. <laughs> now, at the end of the book, basically, Wally says, 10 years have been stolen from us. Because mm-hmm. allegedly... I like the way they keep saying that. Like, they're implying that there's... A villain, like this wasn't just an accident that somebody did this on purpose. Well, when you read Flashpoint, you see two things right away. You see Pandora talking to Flash when he's mm-hmm. running the time stream and helping him kind of recorrect it. Oh, that's another thing. Pandora dies, mm-hmm. and that was great symbolism saying this isn't the New 52. Mm-hmm. Pandora was a product of the New 52, and yeah. they killed her in a really obvious way if you knew mm-hmm. comics. <laughs> and when that happened, you're like, what? Okay, like I said, it's symbolism. It's saying that era is done. And Pandora's last words was saying, like, I tried. Like, I tried to help them. Yeah. That was her way of saying, I, we tried to do something different that didn't work. <laughs> We're killing that now. But I think the whole book was saying a big metaphor, which comes to the villain, where Wally West says, We're being watched. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a complete surprise for me because, not because I know comics, but it was spoiled for me. I yeah. read it and stuff like that. I, I tried to avoid it, and some asshole posted a picture of Manhattan. <sighs> I don't know. He put, he put a picture of Manhattan, even though Manhattan is not technically in the book. No. But he posted a picture of Manhattan saying, so he's the villain, whoop de doo And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Anyway, but the picture we do see is Batman holding the pin, the bloody pin from mm-hmm. Watchmen. And my heart, like, stopped. Seeing Batman hold the bloody pin... That's, that's pretty weird. ...makes me so uncontrollably weird. happy and so weird. And remember, we're still plotting, doing other plot points in the universe where we now know Wonder Woman has a brother... We now know there were three Jokers throughout mm-hmm. history, and Batman yeah. has to figure out what the hell that means. And now Wally West says, 10 years have been stolen from us. 
and it was and we're being watched, implying the Watchmen have, or at least Doctor Manhattan has for some reason changed the DC universe. Assuming after he left the Watchmen book, he's like, mm-hmm. I'll go look for another universe or whatever. Yeah. And, or he said, I go create life. So you can even say maybe he's saying he created the DC universe. Could be. In a weird way. There's a, like, it can go anywhere. Yeah. Which is great. And there's a character named Dr. Oz talking to Superman, mm-hmm. which you can assume who Dr. Oz is, yeah. <laughs> wearing his cloak and everything. And I feel that the book was a metaphor saying Watchmen when that book came out in what 86 85 86 Watchmen I think 5 yeah, 85 but, yeah. that was the year that came out you had Dark Knight Returns it really deconstructed superheroes yeah and it's Jeff John's way of saying that also really hurt superheroes it made them darker it made them more cynical it made them have less hope because viewers wanted to see that in their heroes now in the 80s when things changed with Dark Knight and Watchmen and I think it was his way of saying these are the villains because they were one of the best things in comics history, but they're also fucked up comics. And they messed it up to the point where things are like this now. Mm-hmm. I think that was a big metaphor to all comics. The comics change after Watchmen and, and Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, big and time. they really have, like, they just started going back. They yeah. just started becoming lighthearted again. Like, I don't mind, I love dark stories, but you yeah, have to yeah, know when too. to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to know Flash shouldn't have a really super dark story. No, Flash isn't a dark character. Yeah. Superboy shouldn't be dark. He's Superboy, you know? Yeah. And there's definitely ways to change a story and try new things, but not a consistent base of mm-hmm. dark storytelling. The for... only way to change something is to make it dark. That's yeah, not the absolutely. That's lazy, if anything, honestly. And I think Rebirth was saying, talking to the whole comic industry, even though they just meant DC Comics, but this is a sin every major industry has done. Mm-hmm. Not even just Marvel and DC, but, but Dark Horse and dark Valiant. Horse, yeah. They've all done these mistakes of, we're trying to be... One character, and that and, one character is Batman. And Image is the was the biggest culprit of that. In the nineties, when he had Spawn, yeah. it was basically let's just make Batman, but darker. Yeah. Let's make all of our wild cats all of darker. Yeah. Everyone just kills everyone. It's a whole Wildstorm universe. Yeah. with the Authority. Let's mm-hmm. make the Justice League, but dark. You yeah. know, you can say it's a slap in the face of uh, Mark Millar. You know, like all this stuff is what this character mm-hmm. would be if they were crazy or yeah. a rapist or evil or whatever or a communist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it was it was more of a look at what comics are and what they should be and what they could be. We're going to add legacy, but not force it. We're going to mm-hmm. make it still refreshing for new readers and inviting for the old readers. And that's important. Okay. Try and please everyone. Basically, let's, try and please everyone. Let's put a pin in that making it accessible for new readers thing, because I want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Because I want to... I don't necessarily think it is right now though. well that's the problem with people that hate New 52 for no real legitimate legitimate reason mm-hmm. if someone goes to me and says where do I start I can now say go get Flash number 1 New 52 mm-hmm. if you read those 5 trades you're not up to date I don't have to tell you go get Flash before right after Infinite Crisis yeah. and start there good luck because I feel like go get the omnibus of the Mark Wade run actually yeah let's just go ahead and do this now before we get into specific titles yeah um, I feel like having read the DC Rebirth issue one, if I don't even the one shot, the yeah. one shot, whatever it is, yeah. the one that set up the whole story. Yeah, I feel like I'm a pretty knowledgeable comic book fan, mm-hmm. not a huge DC fan. I don't know a lot of the, you know, like the history of all the DC characters. Yeah, and I'd say it was a struggle for me sometimes. Like mm-hmm. I don't know who the hell that is. I don't know what that is. Like. And for me, I wasn't reading comics prior to Flashpoint. I kind of started reading a little bit during Flashpoint, but I didn't really get back into comics the way I am now until the New 52 was probably, like, on issue 10 for most of them or something. You know, like, it it was... Everything had a trade already by the time I got into the New 52. So for me... I was like, I, I don't know if this would be good for brand new fans to come in. I feel like... It depends on the title, I think. Some titles started out with saying who this character is and what's going on. Like but I don't think... Aquaman, this, I think if it. you... I felt like they were marketing this particular book. DC Rebirth, mm-hmm. number one. Yeah. That that exact title, I feel like they were marketing as this is a great way for new fans to come back. To come in. I think and I don't think it, it is. I agree. I think you have to market that way, but I think it's also them saying Rebirth is a great starting point for fans to come back. I think it's a way, yeah, if you back, if you did not, not like one thing, yeah. you might like you this. You might like this. I think it's a great way of saying, hey guys, we have the readers we wanted with New 52, we want you guys back now. Yeah. We want you old school fans to come back. And you know what? It's a dangerous, gonna... That's a dangerous gamble to take, though, because What's you could lose some in? of the fans you have now. That's where the misconception comes in. This is still, guys, for you, those listening, this is still the New 52 universe. Just mm-hmm. a different title. 
is the same universe with a new, I guess, like a, a new corporate direction, you could say, like a new yeah. corporate goal, yeah. in a sense. Like, DC says, we don't I do think, this anymore. I think what will happen, because I think a lot of the people who f- felt jilted by this decision mm-hmm. were the fans. I don't know how to put this. The fans who just started with New 52? Not just that, like... The underrepresented fans. Okay. Like, the minority, the women fans, the non-me fans, the non-white man fans. Yeah. And I feel like they feel jilted by this because some of their favorite characters, like the Batgirl book, like Black Canary... But no one's gone, though. They're not gone, but the creative teams are different. I felt like... I feel, from what I've seen, a lot of people feel like they've taken a diverse creator group because a lot of those books were being done by females too yeah. at least the artist and most of these new 52 books i mean most of these rebirth books now are being done by men i think it's either way those books would be canceled black canary wasn't selling batwoman wasn't selling anymore mm-hmm. and also one more point about rebirth there's a part where aquaman proposed to mira and oh, that, was, that was really important because there was a big mandate for a while that no character when new 52 started could get married no one was allowed to get married because that would be too happy. That would be too much of a perfect ending for them in their life. Which is fucking stupid. And I feel like Jeff Johns is like, no, 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 no. They can get married now. They can be happy. They deserve to be happy. And you love these things about these characters when they're married. That was a whole mm-hmm. big deal for Batwoman. When she wanted to get married, people thought, oh, it's a sex thing. It's a lesbian thing. No. They just don't want anyone getting married. Yeah. And that was stupid. And that was him saying, no, this is where the universe is going. It's happier now. But um, I feel those books would have ended either way. And when it comes to working in the industry, from what I understand, if you're doing a book and no one likes it and you don't have a contract... That's it. That's it. That's yeah. just a, for men that's or just, women. That's just the way it goes, but... I have had friends that work for DC and don't work for them anymore because their book wasn't selling. Mm-hmm. It wasn't their fault the book wasn't selling. I just feel like from, from the underrepresented side, I feel like it was a gamble for DC because Marvel can easily swoop that up because they sure. have... Things like Hellcat, Black Panther right now being written by Tanahashi Coates. They have Squirrel Girl. They have Cyborg is written by a black man. I can't remember his name right now. But Cyborg's the new Rebirth mm-hmm. Cyborg is written by. You've a given black me guy. one yeah. <laughs> example. Like Marvel has several examples. Sure, right yeah. And I think that's DC's biggest risk right now. Yeah. They said, let's go with the whitest man we have in Jeff Johns. Yeah, but also and one of the best writers. Yeah, yeah. I, and again, I get that. And I, he's I get, Muslim, I believe, actually. Hmm? He's actually Muslim. Is he really? Yeah, he is. Oh, good for him. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, I'm just basing it on his appearance, which yeah. is what everyone will do, right? Oh, totally. Now. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like it's a risky move for them, but I think this is a good way for us to segue into the individual titles. Sure. I think it will pay out. I don't think it's going to pay off right away because the ones they're doing, on. the ones they're doing right now, the Batman, the Flashes, the yeah. Wonder Woman, they're the starting, you know. the Supermans, they're starting off with their big ones. Totally. But down the road, later this year, is where you're going to get your Blue Beetles, your Teen Titans. Well, also, your... next month, we're going to have Batgirl and the Birds and you're of Prey. Get a new Batgirl, and then you're another Batgirl. You're going to get two Batgirls. Yeah. You're going to get a Batgirl and a Birds of Prey. And the Batgirl one's written by the girls who write the 100. I don't know if they're sisters or a lesbian couple. I, don't, I just don't know. No, I don't I really know. know. But they have the same last name. So I don't know if they're sisters or a lesbian couple. It could be both. Isn't that awesome <laughs> that we live in a world where we exactly. can say that? I don't yeah. know. We not, can't not just both. assume. I mean, it could be both. That's not good. But <laughs> Did you say both? I said both, yeah. Uh, I didn't hear that part. It, I'm not cool. I'm not that progressive. <laughs> it, it could be both, but yeah. we're not okay with that. Yeah. We draw the line somewhere on this very liberal <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but yeah, like, they're going to expand and try new books more here and there. But it's going to take time. That, I'm fine it with is. that as long as they still try. I have a complaint that I think... Much as I appreciate the older writers, oh, do you want making, me to get the complaint department? For yeah, it? okay. I, for, especially for DC, they definitely don't experiment enough with new writers. No, but they do have their DC workshop where they try and get new writers. But they also they, try to get writers who are experienced and don't need to do a workshop. Yeah, it's weird. That's it's really like, weird. hey, let's get also, some new talent. Also, please pick me for the workshop. I already applied last month. Please uh, call me back. <laughs> Yeah, their their DC workshop thing. I remember reading over the guidelines when I was getting ready to send it to you. Yeah, it was like. This is stupid. Why like, would they want to do this if they already have ability yeah, in the like industry? <laughs> anyone who already has the connections doesn't need to do this. Yeah. But you can't do this unless you have the a connection. recommendation from somebody. Like, yeah. 
it's it was really um ass backwards yeah well luckily i know people but yeah it's like still like it's Oops, it sorry, was weird everybody. this 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 one was better yeah, than the last sorry, one the last one sorry, was literally kicking the microphone <laughs> the last workshop was literally like only if you have a set number of books. listen i've been just hold on a second yeah. listeners jess is giving me dirty looks because i'm moving my legs around over yeah. here i've been podcasting we've been podcasting now for an, a marathon podcasting yeah. My knees are locking up. I'm an old man. I've been sitting in this chair for what feels like 24 hours. Yeah. You're entitled to all that. It's you, just you, you, give you me like looks. knocked something and then said, oh, I'm sorry, like you were apologizing to the table. No, I was apologizing okay. to the listeners. I said, sorry, <laughs> listeners. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> also, I do feel bad for the table. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, what new 52 titles no, out right now? No. No. What? Nope. Sorry. Rebirth. Which new <laughs> Rebirth oh. titles... Durr. Hello, Megan. Hello. Um, <laughs> which books out right now are you? Have you? I've literally liked in the this most? past three weeks have gotten every book. Every book. It just happens to be the books I want. Like, and also keep in mind, they're still ending other books. Like, there's still a few issues of the previous Teen Titans and a few issues of the previous Swamp Thing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We're kind of wrapping up this month. <clears throat> and right now, I have gotten they've released. Superman, which includes Superman separate book and Action Comics, mm-hmm. Batman, which includes Batman and uh, Detective. Detective Comics. Then you have Green Lanterns. <laughs> then you have Aquaman and Wonder Woman and Titans. Rebirth Number One came out last week, I believe. I think. Uh, yeah, and I said Flash already. No, but and Flash. Yeah, Flash. And that's about it, I think. I can't think. Do we else. say Batman? You yeah, say Batman. Batman? Okay. Green now, Arrow. Green Arrow. Sorry, yeah, one of the best ones. Yeah. Uh, we'll start there. Green but, Arrow. Did the Green Arrow, the the Green Arrow ongoing come out? Yes. Okay. This last week. Yeah. Okay. That was really really good. Uh, I've been really happy with the creative teams and the creative choices, and you do see a complete shift in these titles, like directive wise, like the fact that they're trying to appease the new fans and the old fans, and the fact that Dan Jurgens is writing action comics again, <laughs> it's nice. Even for me, for someone who got into this yeah, kind of things backwards. It's really good. Or Greg Rucker writing Wonder Woman again. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. It's really, really nice. And it's good for... And, but for example, um, let's say... Are you okay? <laughs> Sorry. No, you don't have to apologize. I, I thought I can't you can't hear you whisper stuff. anywhere away from the mic. Anyway. I can hear it. The writer for Flash, his name I can't remember, I think I want to say something Williams, he writes Nailbiter. So they, they oh, got is that it. Josh he, Williams? No, it's not Josh Williams. Is it? Something like that? Oh, yeah, it's Josh Williams. Josh Williams. Josh Williamson is the writer in Carmen di Giannamacunacuno the longest Italian name I've ever seen in my life is yeah he writes Nailbiter which is an indie book so that means they got uh-huh. they went out there and got an indie writer and does a good job and my favorite book so far surprisingly is Superman Action Comics has been really good so Action Comics or Superman uh, there's only been one issue of Superman Action yeah Superman regular one and that was good was There's been two action comic ones out already. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's bi-weekly. I mean, uh, yeah, two, two, two bi-monthly. Sorry, not bi-monthly. What am I saying? Twice a week. No. No. Twice a month. Twice a month. You were right the third time. Yeah. Twice a month. The fourth time you messed up, and the fifth time we got it. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Fifth times a charm. Works. And that's been really good. And it's a weird story because again, they're not taking anything away from Fifty Two, where Lex Luthor kind of has his own Iron Man suit but he has a Superman symbol on it and the world is still mourning after the death of New 52 Superman which is their Superman Yeah. and then this older guy who's like 20 years older pops up and he's like hey I'm actually Superman too and I'm gonna help you out and it's kind of the world like what the fuck is going on Uh but then also a guy looks like Clark Kent pops up and he's like I'm not Superman I'm just Clark Kent everyone's like what the hell is going on I'm confused already. Yeah, then the Detective Comics happened. Detective Comics is really good because it's kind of Batman building more of an army than he already has in mm-hmm. a weird way, in a good way too. And it's kind of him pushing Batwoman. Yeah, it's in the, the bat. This is like the Bat Family book, if you kind will. of yeah. yeah. Like he's really purposely saying in the first issue, like like the Batwoman, very... you are my family mm-hmm. in a sense of literal sense. And, and they got Clayface working with them too. It's really fun. So it's Batman and the Batwoman. Art is absolutely beautiful. Batman and Batwoman are training spoiler oh spoilers back I love me spoiler, some spoiler uh, Orphan Red Robin and Red Robin Cassandra Kane and Clayface it's called Orphan now oh okay but um 
Batwoman, Batman Flawed says, like, you are now also a leader. It's not me leading you. We're equals and we're teaching these younger people stuff. And I love that. They're saying Batwoman's really good because she's ex-military. She doesn't need Batman's help for anything. I don't you need know? you. Uh, Green Lanterns. I don't want to spoil anything because Jess isn't read it yet, but it's really good. Green Lanterns. And if you guys really support diversity, this is a book starring a Spanish woman and a Muslim man. It's really good. And they go there, the Muslim stuff, because... When he first appeared in Green Lantern, if you don't know, he was driving a van that had a bomb in it. He was stealing a van. He didn't know there was a bomb in it. So he drove the van under a bridge. Yeah, it already sounds bad, like, just saying like this. He's very problematic, right? I know. He drove the van, uh, the van under a bridge so it wouldn't hurt anyone. And, of course, people thought he was a terrorist with a bomb in his van. So he went to Guantanamo Bay, and it was, like, torture and shit. And then a Green Lantern ring burst it through and released him. But, like... He's dealing with hate from the very first issue. So that was felt really fresh and different. And mm-hmm. again, because Jeff Johns is Muslim descent, I believe, he understood how to write about this character. Uh, Simon Baz. Yes. And I want to say the Spanish one's name is Jessica Cruz. That's Who, very close. I think that I might actually be right. Yeah. Yeah, um, Jessica Cruz. I can't. What's the what's the real name for people who are is it agoraphobe? People who can't get out of their house. Yes, agoraphobe. agoraphobe yeah, 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 she's agoraphobic and has a Green Lantern willpower ring. Whoops. So that's really that's really really good. It's a really fun book and the, their dynamic is really good. And uh, I can't remember his name, but the writer of that book also wrote Avengers AI, which is short lived but really clever and really fun. And what he else? is an American writer of Arab descent. Yeah. But it doesn't say anything about Muslim on his Wikipedia no? page, okay. at least. That just because it doesn't say it doesn't mean yeah. it I just could be I something that he's like, yeah, don't need it on my Wikipedia. Yeah, I know page. his mother is. Cause yeah. I saw an interview one time. Because I'm friends with his mom. And yeah, I'm friends with his mom, and that happens. And um, Batman, I like. What is this four ninety nine book? I thought everything was supposed to be. Which one's that? All Star Batman issue one. Oh yeah, that's technically not Rebirth, I guess. Oh okay. And it's Ramita and Seth Snyder. So that's not out yet, anyway. No, it's kind of in August. God, now when it comes to the ones I wasn't crazy about. Okay. Aquaman and Wonder Woman, especially Aquaman. Sadly, now the reason Jeff Johns is Aquaman was so good. He didn't feel that's lame. He didn't feel lame at all. He mm-hmm. felt really fun, and he could make fun of himself. And I don't really know these people writing it either. Uh, Dan Abbott, right? Abnett, yeah. Abnett, he wrote the Guardians of the Galaxy that we understand, the modern Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a good writer. He is. I was never, yeah, I was never. He just a didn't Guardians do a good fan. job in this book, where the book kind of goes, "Hey, I'm Aquaman. I'm not lame. I promise." And when you say that, it makes you seem. Lame. It makes you pretty lame. And uh, I read the first two issues. The Rebirth one and the first one. The cover is pretty busy. Yeah. it's The art isn't good. The writing just feels forced. It's not bad, bad. It's mm-hmm. just not good. And at a time where people are more selective. Ooh. Yeah, like their this faces are... This art is very, yeah. like, 90s. Yeah. Like, not... Yeah, 90s, yeah. I know. Exactly. Listen, busy I can't draw. So, this is no, better than anything I can it. do. It's fine. But, yeah, I wouldn't want to read that. No. And so, I, I want I like Aquaman. I yeah. like an, I like an Aquaman. Now look at the first art for the for the technically second for, issue, Wonder Woman. Okay. Not the rebirth issue, but the one after that. The art on that is absolutely stunning. And this is Liam Sharp. Yeah. Where would we know Liam Sharp from? Do you He's know? been around for a while. I can't name any of the books. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> look at that art. This is fantastic. Yeah, he's been around for a while. And Greg Rucka had a falling out with DC. It's something yeah, happened. They got him he's back. Cool. Yeah, they yeah. got him back. Money I talks, like probably. I like Greg Rucka, and well, I love that art. I'm, I was honestly I surprised because Greg Rucka's doing Star Wars stuff, and that's some yeah. good money there too. But so you said this isn't good. I shouldn't add it to no, my cart right now. It's good. I want to see where it goes because the first issue was kind of making fun of the fact that she doesn't know her own origin. She doesn't yeah. believe any of her origins, and that's clever. But it just wasn't executed the best way. Okay. But the actual first issue was much better. It makes me want to get a few more issues. Okay. But Aquaman, I just said no. And I like Aquaman. I've read all of Jeff Johns' run. I read the run after that. Mm-hmm. And it's, I've liked it. So I'm not one of those Aquaman haters. Like, I really do like Yeah, it. no, I like Aquaman. Uh, Titans, the only Titan book that came out was good. It was kind of like... It's a, the Titans Rebirth one. Yeah. So it's like the setup. It was literally... That's another Dan Abnett one. Yeah, but that's totally different for him, thankfully. Mm-hmm. It was literally Wally West going to all the old Titans and this like, art, remember me? And this art also feels 90s, but... But it's clean. But good, better 90s. Yeah, it's clean. It's clean art. Yeah. Not busy. That was good. That was a good first issue. That was kind of like Rebirth Part 3, 
Part mm-hmm. two being the first issue of um, Flash. Yeah. That one, which is actually the selling Flash for like Rebirth. 15 bucks now, which is weird. People realize <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Is that Flash Rebirth or Flash? Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. That one was really good. It was really, really nice because it was them going back to the Batcave together and talking about the pen mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It was good. I like the art, too, in the new Flash book. Yeah. Which is hard to make me do because I loved... Manipul. Yeah. His art was so good. So those are like the main ones, I believe. Mm-hmm. Nothing really else came out. And again, like you said, they're doing it slow. That shut yeah, it all Yeah, because I mean, look at, I'm kind of looking at what's coming up. I mean, you got more Batgirls coming out. Yeah. Let's see here. Batgirl and Batgirl number one is coming out July 27th. So you're still about a month away from that. Yeah. Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, July 20th. That comes out a little before that one. So, I mean, you have some diverse characters coming out soon. Oh, absolutely, yeah. They're taking their time, and I think they're making sure what works, what doesn't work, to fix books before it comes out, and they've already fucked everything up. Now, I think the biggest problem with comics sometimes, in a lot of fans' eyes, is events. Because now, like, every summer is an event. There has to be an event every summer. Mm-hmm. For, for DC, it was, like, Forever Evil, Trinity War... That was the main ones, I guess, Forever mm-hmm. Evil, but they never work out because they want to make every book a tie-in and that hinders other books. And for Marvel, they're the biggest offenders of them all. Yeah. They're having Civil War 2 right now, which is fine, but you don't need it. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly, shouldn't and, even be called Civil War 2. And that's and they're only doing that because of the movie. Yeah, the story, I'm, it's on issue 3 right now, the story, okay? There's no sides being, yeah, there's no sides being picked or anything. It's just a story, a good story, but it's a story. And uh, but with DC, I'm really happy. I'm really happy where they're going. I like the direction they're taking it in. I like they're taking time. And I feel like the actual issue of Rebirth is really important because it's a mandate to all the creators. This is where we're going now, and this is where it's okay to go. And we can be happier. We can be brighter. We can be more creative with our stories because now every story in Rebirth feels very different. And I can say that sometimes in New Fifty Two, it didn't feel different. Okay, so that's what's out now and what's come out. Yep. So. Looking down the line, what are some of the books that you are excited for? I'm really excited about uh, Trinity, which is mm. the book all about the main three, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's a different dynamic because there's an older Superman that doesn't really know, personally know, this Batman and this Wonder Woman. You have to put in account that this Wonder Woman just lost her boyfriend, and this Batman just lost his best friend, and had to stand next to a guy who looks just like him. Mm. Who basically acts just like him, but yeah. it's not him. It's a different guy with different experiences. Which is another fun fact about this Superman, where like he's watchful of other characters that change in New 52. Like, he'll watch the guy who becomes Cyborg Superman going like, I don't trust him, but nothing mm-hmm. happened yet. Yeah. Nothing has happened to him yet to make me think he's gonna do anything, so yeah. I can't say anything. I can't <laughs> touch him now. So, Trinity, which is written and drawn by Francis Manipal. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> yeah. It's I might have good. to pick this one up. It's gonna be good. We Otherwise, have... I wouldn't care, but you just made me care yep. about that guy. Yeah, that's gonna be good. We have what's called New Superman, which is literally the Chinese that. Superman. Oh. Which we got introduced to during yeah, the death yeah, of Superman. Yeah, I heard Superman. about this, yeah. And honestly, that's going to be their highest selling book. Not because of America, because of China. Mm-hmm. China, the rumors, they're going to get like millions of copies of that book. Nice. DC's going to break it Marvel into that book. is going to rue the day. It, it has. <laughs> look at the way movies work. Uh-huh. When China floods the market. Once, it, once it. it hits China, if it does well in China, that's the biggest movie of all time. That's it. <laughs> this is going to flood the market in China. Like. This is like that's like the underground word kind of thing. Like this is gonna be huge in China. It's wow. it's, a, it's literally a Chinese Superman written by a Chinese man. Oh, nice. Th- that's it. That's gonna oh yeah. Game over, everybody. Uh, I'm actually excited for Nightwing. Nightwing. Yeah, it's by interesting because he's going. He's no longer gonna be like a secret agent. Right? Which like, was don't knock it. It was a good. Oh I, no no I'm not Tom knocking King. it. I'm just saying that yeah. he's going back. Yeah, he's no, going no, back to be Nightwing Grayson and is a great classic series. costume. Mm-hmm. And it's Tim Seeley, who's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Met him in person, super, super nice guy. He's a good guy. One of the nicest writers I've ever met and gave me good advice. Uh, what else do we have? I'm not excited for Red Hood and the Outlaws because it's a stupid plot with a stupid writer. We've talked a lot of trash about Scott Lobdell recently on Librarians Assemble. So he's a trash person. He's a garbage human being. Yep. Uh, Teen Titans is gonna come back with oh, Damien leading, which is gonna yeah, be really fun. That's gonna be funny. That's gonna be really fun. I'm gonna, I'm looking forward to that. I want to say in September the thing called Super Sons, which is literally hmm. Batman Superman, but it's Damien and this Superman's son who just oh, has okay. powers, Jonathan yeah, yeah. Kent. Uh, oh yeah, Hellblazer! I can't wait for that. It'll I be interesting see, because I wonder if they're gonna stick 
with oh no never mind I was thinking of Lucifer oh, <laughs> I was like oh if they're gonna go toward the show or blah blah, blah. No, but no, if no, the Hellblazer yeah. show's canceled anyway. Sadly, it was, watch, good it was fine it was a good show but um, Hellblazer the little taste we got in Rebirth was actually um, mm-hmm. Constantine talking to Swamp Thing who yeah I love, which was pretty fun saying like are you gonna help me take down the capes and that you have to think like what is he talking about yeah, right? so I wanna know where that's going with their main mm-hmm. plot with that so Nightwing Superman Hellblazer Oh, how drawing the Green Lantern core? I don't know what they're doing with that because we have Green Lanterns, but it's only revolved around those two. So maybe yeah. it's like the wider universe. Could be. But it's also still written by Robert Videtti, who is a competent writer, but not a great writer. <laughs> and he, he's been writing Green Lantern since Jeff Johns ended it, and I okay. feel like he has a good starting point, a good middle, shitty end. Mm. He has a lot that of happens a lot in this, in, in this medium. He doesn't know how to end the story, <clears> and it ends up being either way too convenient or just kind of anticlimactic yeah yeah uh, Justice League I'm excited for because it it's Justice League the writer I like how long they're waiting to put out Justice League too you know like, yeah take the time yeah let them let these let the main characters get a, their own stories going and yeah then... people know where they are and everything and those are the main ones I yeah. think the number one I'm excited for is probably trying to see what this the new dynamic is yeah. with these three you know someone's boyfriend just died someone's best friend just died and that's and then, it. And then his, his new guy. His comes hanging around. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, I'm from a different universe. Yeah. Uh, I'm from a previous point where I know everything about you two, but you guys really don't know, know me. anything about me. Yeah, I'm the guy everyone loved. And this, like, he actually said in one issue, like, this world is more cynical. This world is more, has less hope. Mm-hmm. And that's obvious commentary. You know, yeah. people have gotten more cynical. People want superheroes to be deconstructed, but then act like they don't want it when they get it. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird balancing act. We also have Batgirl and the Birds of Prey and Batgirl book, which I'm interested I'm in. I'm looking forward to those. I like... I wish it was Gail Simone writing it, honestly. Because she yeah, knows how to write she, Birds of Prey. She, I also honestly wish it wasn't called Batgirl and, and the, the Birds, Birds of Prey. Of Just called Birds of Prey. Yeah. I like I like it because it sounds like they're going to form a punk rock band. Yeah. And I'd be cool with that, too. <laughs> and the same thing with Hal Jordan and Green Lantern Corps, but I get that more because already a book called Green Lanterns. Yeah. You might not want to confuse people. But the one I, I could live without, honestly, is Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah. We also have no writer and no artist yet, but they're doing a Justice Society book. We don't know anything else about it. Oh, no, Justice League of America book. Oh, okay. So we don't know anything about it yet. Maybe they're saving it for something else, but they Come announced man. it. And then Suicide Squad. So they're gonna, oh, yeah, Suicide yeah. I mean, Squad is going to get its own book. The movie. Yeah, I wonder who... Do you oh, know anything uh, about the creative team? Yes, the artist is Jim Lee. They're going all out. Oh, wow. So yeah, they're bringing the big guns for Suicide doing... Squad. We live yeah. in a world where Jim Lee is the artist on yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah, I can't remember who the writer is. Yeah. Uh, if you want to look that up, I don't know. I think I But he's going to... Jim Lee's doing that. Uh, Deathstroke is coming out, which... That'll be interesting. Tony Daniels been doing a really good job on Deathstroke. And I don't really know much about the writer doing it now. He's competent again. Uh, oh, yeah. Supergirl. Supergirl's Rob Willem, Williams and oh, Jim yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee. Okay, if you guys want a so good example good. of Rob Williams, look up the Royals from Vertigo. Really good. Mm. He's a he's a good writer. He's definitely he's definitely solid. Uh, it's have... going to be a very short book, according to Comicsology. The uh, page count is zero pages. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. So Jim Lee, yeah. So he's a lot of One art. Beautiful page. They actually did kind of like a prequel book already that was really good. Yeah. And then we have two female-led books, which should come out next month, I believe. Which is Superwoman and Supergirl. Oh, there's a Superwoman book, too? Yes. Hmm. Where Lois Lane has powers. <clears throat> oh. When the New 52 Superman died, some, a lightning bolt kind of flew out of him, energy bolt flew out of him, mm-hmm. and then, boom, she has powers now. We don't know anything about that, really, at all. Yeah. But it sounds like Thor, the new Thor book, where she's also dying with the powers when she uses oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Supergirl, I love the redesign of her costume and mm-hmm. the way she looks. I think this is going to make it a lot more like the TV show. It look, I mean, just looking at the cover, it looks like the girl from the TV show. And they said, like, she works with D.E.O., yeah, D-E-O I think it's called, D-E-O, okay. for the, in, the, in the TV show. And this uh-huh. is the same description in the actual book. Uh-huh. So they're making it with, with the TV show, and you can't blame them for that. And I don't blame them. And like, I found it really fucking weird that they have a hit show, and there's no book. Yeah. And That's the show weird. just got picked back up to go to CW, right? Yeah. Like, because C- CBS is an idiot. They couldn't afford like, it, basically, they said. And CW's like, we'll afford it. We'll find a fucking way. They can afford The CBS is the biggest channel in the world. They yeah. can afford and they it. They just didn't want too. to. They're but you know what had the biggest losers. ratings bump? When The Flash got there. <laughs> yeah. 
best chemistry ever. Were they good? I didn't watch that. You don't watch it? If no. you watch I, episode, I didn't watch Supergirl. It's not a great show. I don't, yeah, I don't like CBS. I consider Supergirl just not for me, but if I had a daughter, I'd love for her to watch it. You know? I couldn't get Amir to do it. She no? wasn't interested. She just wanted to watch The Flash. I can see that too. With your she, daughter, I can see that. She loves The Flash. But um, <laughs> The Flash and Supergirl's chemistry... <clears throat> unbelievable absolutely unbelievable like I wanted them to have kids I wanted them to, new story <laughs> I want them them to be in love alright so that is DC Rebirth anything else you'd like to say about it before we get out of here yes guys don't be cynical give books a try you know go to your local comic book store if you can if you're able to and pick up what interests you and try other books that don't interest you like try new things if you hear good things about it try it out don't be that guy who goes books aren't good anymore why don't you read them and see if they're good now you know absolutely definitely don't be cynical just try it out try new things it's always fun and support writers and artists and comic book stores go to conventions and meet people tell, meet them and tell them you want to see more writers and artists so if if people want to reach out to you and get more book recommendations or talk to you about green lantern or hire you oh, to write there too much about that yes hire you to write their comic books yes, where can please. they find you on the internet you guys can find me at madman 3005 all right and you can find the show at assemble podcast we're on facebook just type in librarians assemble on facebook Visit the website, librariansassemble.com. Hashtag hire Nick DC. <laughs> yep, that's a good hashtag. We should start that hashtag yeah. right after this. And also email if you would like to drop us a message, have anything you want to say. Just email us at librariansassemble at gmail.com. Yeah. And please rate, review, and subscribe. We need all the love we can get because we don't get enough from when ourselves. When you're done with that, and go then, to go. Comic Flops. And if you want to hear more of our voices, plus... The sweet sounds of one Jessica. Hey. Yeah, see? Oh, yeah. Look at that. We've got, got real, real fine times in here now. <laughs> so if you want to hear ooh, the rest lady. of us. Ooh, a lady. Ladies man reference, anyone? <laughs> yes, sir. Tim Meadows in the house. <laughs> if you want to hear more of us talk about comics and more specifically terrible comic book movies, Check out our other podcast, Comic Flops. Comic Flops. Rate, review, subscribe as well. One you can. F. One F. <laughs> In case you're confused and thought there were two. I don't know how you're spelling things, but if <laughs> if that's how if that's what's happening to you, remember just one F. Leave on. leave off the last last F for savings. Number to be literal. Um and oh, yeah, so, rate review to subscribe to everything. Visit us librariansassemble.com to find all the back issues and recommendations in show notes. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you all soon. <laughs>